breakthrough shout. You ought to just keep dancing. You ought to dance when the drum stops. You ought to keep dancing when the beat stops. Come on, give God a shout of praise. If you got faith tonight. Come on, let's magnify them all over the house right now. Why don't you lift up your hands? Lift up your voice all over this house right now. Open up your mouth. Come on, every hand lifted right now. If you ain't lifted a hand yet, you ought to lift it right now unto the Lord. Open up your mouth and give them a shout of praise. Hallelujah. Woo, somebody say hallelujah. Why don't you clap your hands one more time all over this house. Give them a hand clap of praise. Come on, everybody, put your hands together. Hallelujah, Holy Ghost. Everybody say praise the Lord. It feels so good in God's house on a Sunday night. How many's glad they came to church? Amen. How many's glad they came to church tonight? Hallelujah. I want to very quickly give honor tonight to your great bishop and his family. Amen. Go ahead and give it up for them. Amen. I'm thankful for them uh, and their hand, their guidance, uh, not only to this church, uh, but to people and saints uh, all over the place. We're thankful uh, for the Williams family. We're thankful for this great church. How many is thankful that you're a part of the Rock Church tonight? Amen. I, I want to just say a few things here tonight. Um, I will do my best to be very brief. I'm aware of the time tonight, and we've already had church. But I feel just to speak to you tonight about a few things. Tell you that I believe that there is a, a spirit of lethargy and laziness uh, that is trying to push and shove its way into the church. And I believe in a lot of churches that has already pushed and shoved its way into that church. Uh, and I want to tell you, it's not the will of God for us to ever come into church and be comfortable. I don't believe it's ever the will of God that we come into this house and we lose our desire to go deeper in God. We lose our desire to have a move of the Holy Ghost every time that we show up in this house. I'll preach to you for a few months. Why don't you stand very quickly for the reading of the Word? I'll read just a couple scriptures. I'll preach just a few minutes. I believe the Holy Ghost is going to move tonight. Proverbs chapter number 24. Proverbs number 24. And I'll be beginning tonight with verse number 30. Proverbs 24 and verse number 30. The Bible says, I went by the field of the slothful, by the vineyard of the man that was void of understanding. Lo, it was all grown over with thorns, and nettles had covered the face thereof. The stone wall was broken down. Then I saw and considered it well. I looked upon it and received instruction. He said, yet a little sleep. Why don't everybody say little sleep? Say a lot of sleep, but he said a little sleep. Yet a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep. So shall thy poverty come as one that traveleth, and thy want as an armed man. It don't take five seconds of 
being in a service like this tonight and looking around to be able to tell what a blessed people you are. This is a blessed church. You've got leadership. You've got a presence of God in this house. You've got holiness. You've got so many wonderful things. But I want to preach to you tonight the burden of my spirit. And I'll do my best to be brief. I want to preach on this subject tonight. It's too late to have church as usual. It's too late to have church as usual. Why don't you lift up your hands one more time all over this house. I wonder if it's appropriate where you're at right now. Would you join up with your neighbor? Maybe you could grab their hand, put your arm around their shoulder, make a point of contact with them. Would you open up your mouth for a moment? Would you pray with me that the Holy Ghost would show up and would do something that only he can do tonight? God, we magnify your holy name, Jesus. We recognize tonight that, Lord, we're wasting our time if you don't show up and move in this place. You've already moved. We already feel your presence. I already feel a touch of the Holy Ghost in such a mighty way. But, God, I believe that you want to touch us one more time. I believe you want to minister to us one more time. God, hide me tonight behind the cross of Calvary. I'm believing you're going to change somebody's destiny forever tonight. We'll be careful to give you all the praise, all the glory, all the honor in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I wonder if everybody would shout in Jesus' name. Come on, everybody, shout in Jesus' name. Clap your hands to the Lord one more time all over this house. Amen. You may be seated tonight. Thank you for standing. I want to tell you tonight that I am so thankful for the church. So thankful that I'm a part of the only thing that's going to make it out of here when the trumpet sounds. Uh, there's a lot of things that people put their trust in. A lot of things that uh, people put their confidence in and it ends up letting them down. But I want to tell you one thing that you can put your confidence in and you can put your trust in is the church. Because this is not just a group of people who's gathered together on a Sunday night. And uh, this is not just an assembling of people who had nothing better to do on a Sunday night. But I want to tell you, when you walked into this place tonight, you walked into a place uh, uh, that the Bible refers to as the bride of Christ. I think a lot of people think that once they get in the church... Uh, once they receive the Holy Ghost and they have been grafted into this wonderful body, I think that uh, we think that it's time to sit back and to cross our arms and to coast a little bit and to enjoy the blessings of God. Uh, I think a lot of people think that once we make it into the kingdom that we have finally arrived and that we don't need to do anything to make sure uh, that we don't lose what we've got. Uh, uh, but I want to remind you tonight what the Bible says. Uh, it says yet a little sleep, yet a little slumber, uh, a little folding of the hands to sleep. Uh, so shall thy poverty come as one that traveleth uh, and thy want as an armed man. I want to preach to somebody tonight and tell you that a little sleep might cost you more than you ever thought it could. A little folding of the hands, a little slumber, it might cost you more than you ever thought that it would. When you became a part of the church of God, can I tell you that the Lord commanded us as his church that we must be fruitful. Isaiah chapter number 5, we read that because the vineyard of the Lord did not produce and did not bear fruit and did not do what it was supposed to do, we read where the Lord stepped in 
and pronounced a curse over that vineyard. He broke down the walls that was around it and allowed thorns to be grown up. Caused the heavens that they would not rain on that vineyard and uh, caused the clouds that they would not rain upon it. Uh, and it was all because the church was not fruitful and did not produce uh, what it should have been producing. Uh, I want to tell you tonight that we cannot afford to be lazy uh, and we cannot afford to be unfruitful uh, when it comes to the kingdom of God. Uh, the wise man said in Proverbs chapter number 23, uh, he said, I went down to the vineyard of the slothful man and he said I looked around and I saw that there were thorns everywhere. I saw that that it had not been kept up and there was no fruit. He said all of a sudden I received instruction and I understood why it was in the condition that it was in. He said it did not get this way because the keeper of the vineyard decided to get up and go somewhere else but he said it simply happened because the keeper of the vineyard got slothful and got lazy when it came to the kingdom of God. I want to preach to this church tonight and tell you that God is not okay with his people being stagnant and his people being lazy and his people not growing and his people not producing when it comes to the kingdom of God. But I've got to tell you when you got grafted into this kingdom, you got grafted into a kingdom of growth. When you got grafted into this kingdom. You got grafted into a kingdom where you can't stay where you've always been. The Bible says that Samuel got a new coat each and every year of his life. I think a lot of us, we, when we think of people being in dangerous places with God, maybe we think of the backslider who turned and walked away from God Maybe we think of a sinner who's never repented and never received the Holy Ghost. Uh, I want to tell you those are both very dangerous places to be in. But I've got to tell you there's a very dangerous place. There's another very dangerous place that you can find yourself in. And and that is where you find yourself living in the land of satisfaction. Uh, That is when you find yourself, uh, uh, when you get to a place in your life uh, that you lose your desire for more of God. Uh, Hey, Samuel got a new coat uh, each and every year of his life. Uh, And you may say, well, why did he get a new coat uh, every year? Uh, uh, Did he wear the old one out? Uh, Did the other one? go out of style. No. I'll tell you why he got a new coat every year. It was because each and every year of his life Samuel was getting bigger and Samuel was growing and Samuel was maturing. And here's some of us tonight and I'm telling you just like he grew physically God has called us to grow spiritually and we're saying God would you give me a new anointing? Would you give me a new mantle? Would you give me a new calling in my life? But God is looking at you tonight and he's saying I'd give you a new coat of anointing I'd give you a new coat of your calling on your life but until you do some growing you're going to be in the same coat that you've always been in I've got to preach to somebody I've got to preach to a young man and a young woman tonight and ask you how long have you been wearing that same old coat how long have you been at the same level of dominion how 
long have you been at the same level of anointing? God has not called us to stay where we're at, but God has called us to grow. God has called us to progress. God has called us to go further. Lift your hands with me for a moment. Come on, every hand lifted right now. Come on, I'm asking you to pray for a moment. Come on, would everybody lift up your voice and lift up your hands? Come on, just for a moment, would you close your eyes? Would you open up your mouth? I feel that God wants to give somebody a new coat. I feel that God wants to give somebody a, a greater anointing than you've ever had in your life. Hallelujah. Come to tell you tonight it's too late. It's too late to have church as usual. Tell you, I don't know. Nobody knows how much time we have. I believe that truly we are the generation that will see the return of Jesus Christ. And we can't afford to come into this house and to lose our desire for a manifestation of the presence of God. We can't afford to come into this house. There's somebody in this house. Hey, it could be your last service. And I've got to tell you, we can't afford to not facilitate a move of the Holy Ghost in this house. But God, whatever I've got to do, to get you to show up I'm willing to do it however fast I have to run to get you to show up however loud I have to scream to get you to show up God show up and change somebody's life we can't afford we don't have time for dead dry church we don't have time for dead dry altar call we don't have time for dead dry song services dead dry pre-service prayer dead dry preaching and dead dry song service I've got to tell you you may be here tonight and you say well all I'm doing is the announcements hey well guess what we still need to be anointed you may say well I'm just teaching a Sunday school class I'm just going door knocking you still need to be anointed hey we don't just need anointing when we stand behind the pulpit but everywhere that we go everything that we do we need the anointing of God to cover our lives I'm preaching to some blessed people tonight I'm preaching to some people who's got some talent you'd be hard pressed to find a church anywhere in America that has any more talent than we just saw tonight this is a church that is so blessed we've got so much talent and we've got ability and we've got so many resources and we've got things going for us but I want to preach to an individual tonight the burden of my spirit and tell you yet a little sleep yet a little slumber 
I know we're blessed right now. I know God's been good to us right now. I know that, that we've got talent and ability and resources and things that we can offer to the kingdom of God. But I want to tell you, yet a little sleep, yet a little slumber, and spiritual poverty can come upon any one of us. Hey, when we get to the place where we think God should just be so honored that we showed up in his house, and here I am, God, bless me and give me this and give me that. Hey, I've come to tell you tonight, that's not how it ought to be. I wonder if there's anybody tonight who just say, you know what, God, I'm just thankful that I feel your presence. I'm just thankful tonight that I still know what it's like to feel your touch. tell you there was a group of people in the Bible who got real comfortable with the presence of Jesus. There's a group in the Bible who thought that they had a monopoly on God. Thought that they could live however they wanted to live and do whatever they wanted to do and treat Jesus any way that uh, they wanted to treat him. And, and they thought that Jesus would always be there and, and that they could do whatever they wanted to do and it will always be that way. Uh, but I'll tell you what the Bible says happened to that group of people when they got to that place. The Bible says that God cut them off. Hey, you know who I'm talking about. I'm talking about God's chosen nation. I'm talking about the people of Israel. And here we come, some of us, all over Pentecost, and we get a spiritual arrogance about us that says we deserve this thing. I've got to tell you tonight, the scripture that's been on my mind for over a month, the Bible says, if God spared not the natural branches, you better take heed, lest he also spare thee not. You know what he was saying? If God cut off the people of Israel, if God cut off his own people, don't get so comfortable. Don't get so arrogant to think the same thing couldn't happen to you. I'm praying tonight God would baptize somebody in a spirit of humility, in a spirit of thankfulness where we say, you know what, God, I don't deserve it. I'm not worthy of it. But thank you that I still feel your presence. Thank you, God, that I still feel your touch. Lift up your hands. Come on. Come on, lift up your hands. He got a boshata. Hey. Come help me tonight. I think there's some people here tonight who walk into this house. Maybe somebody that was raised here. I was raised in a tremendous apostolic church. And every time I showed up to church, I knew that God was going to meet us. Time I went into the house of God, I knew I was going to feel something special. I knew I was going to feel the anointing of God. And it can get us to the place in our life that we think that that's just how it is everywhere. Uh, and that, 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 that's just how it is no matter where you go. But 
I want to tell you that, that if this is the only church that you know and, and if you think that every time you walk into the house of God that you feel what you feel in this house everywhere else I've come to tell you that's not the case I've been to places where you struggle to feel the anointing and you struggle to feel the presence of God and you may say well what happened I'll tell you what happened somebody stop paying the price somebody stop paying the price for the anointing somebody stop paying the price for the presence of God hey guess what if we want God to keep showing up we've got to keep paying the price if we want God to keep moving in our altars we've got to keep paying the price Lift up your hands. Come on, somebody yield to the Holy Ghost right now. We Tarombosata. Come on, you ought to be obedient to the Holy Ghost right now. Come on, don't quench what God's wanting to do. Come on, I'll stop right here if I have to. Come on, don't quench what God's wanting to do. Come on, you need to yield to what you feel right now. God, I'm thankful I can still feel your presence. I'm thankful that I can still show up into your house. I don't take it for granted what I feel, but God, I still appreciate your presence. I haven't come to ask for a blessing tonight. I haven't come to ask you to do something for me, but all I've come to do tonight is say thank you, God. I can still feel the anointing. Thank you, God, that through all my mistakes, all my failures, all my shortcomings, I still know what it is to feel the presence of God. Is there anybody that's thankful tonight? God, I'm thankful that in spite of my mistakes, I can still come into your house and feel what I feel. Come on, I'm telling you tonight, we can't afford to have a dead, dry altar call. We can't afford to have churches as usual. We can't afford to have regular prayer meetings. We can't afford to pray regular prayers. But we've got to be anointed. We've got to have the presence of God to saturate our lives. We've got to have the presence of God to be dripping off of our lives. Everything I do, I want it to be covered by the anointing of God. Everywhere that I go, I want to feel this touch. Come on, Rock Church, let's pray. Come on, even in the pews, why don't you lift up your hands? Come on, even in the pews, why don't you lift up your hands? Come on, if God spared not the natural branches, if God spared not the Jewish people, we better take a step back and be careful. We better take heed, lest he also spare thee not. God, don't cut me off. Whatever I have to do, don't cut me off. Thank you for grafting me in. Thank you, God, that I've been born again. Thank you, God, that you filled me with your presence. Whatever I've got to do, to keep the anointing I'm willing to do it